Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 593, recorded live on Saturday, April 20th, 2019. And here are your hosts, the man who most likely doesn't care about it being Easter weekend, Dave Play. Happy Passover. Well, the man who did not realize that it was Passover weekend, Andy Lo. Hi. Hi, Andy. Is that really this... That would make sense. Yeah, yeah. Friday. Yeah, no, I I usually do worry about when Easter is. It's it's usually around the same time as Passover. Yes, except you guys have your weird lunar calendar. Not weird lunar calendar. Andy, well, first off, thank you. Uh, Second off, Andy, do you wonder why Easter moves around? Um, because people are trying to make it fit in the, um, in the, the, the regular Julian calendar. Except it is in the... Andy, why does Easter always end up near Passover? Because Passover was, happened during the, uh... No, because Passover came first, didn't it? Yes. Yeah. Easter is based yeah. off of Passover. <laughs> by, by a couple thousand years. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, because yeah, the uh, the Last Supper was a Passover Seder. Yep. Yep. So Easter moves around because of Passover, Passover moves around because Easter is tied to that same calendar. Begins the 15th day of Nisan. Did I say that right? <laughs> well, it's it's Hebrew. Oh, sorry. It's not the Julian calendar. It's the Gregorian calendar. Yep. My apologies to um, Julius Caesar and Pope Gregory the 13th. Now, how I knew that, <clears throat> don't ask me how. Knew that, but didn't know <laughs> which came first, Passover or Easter. I knew. It's just, it, it took a second. Pope Gregory the 13th, though. You know, somehow that one is stored in my head. You ever wonder how you think you know certain things and remember certain things, but not others? Does that ever, like, ponder you in your head? I mean, yeah. But then again, when I start down that path, I just start wondering how we actually know anything at all. And you start getting into an existential crisis at that point? Right, because, like, memory is just electrical charges in your cells. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a weird road to go down. That's like right. that 3 a.m. sitting around a campfire type of discussion. You're like, whoa. I mean, 3 a.m. sitting around the campfire when you're stoned. <laughs> also true. So do you have your tickets? For Infinity or mm-hmm. Endgame? Yes. I do not. <gasps> do you? Yes. Fun fact, nice. the Tuesday 10 a.m. showing, I didn't think anybody was going to actually go to because it's Tuesday at 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. Theater's mostly sold out. <laughs> yep. I was like, shoot, if I had known that, I would have gotten the tickets ahead of time. But yeah, no, we got uh, yeah. Tuesday at noon, I think. Nice. I am still considering, and I should probably check the, the theater, going in for the opening show and being like, are those two wheelchair assistant seats open? I, you could find out. Yes, oh, they by, added by. an extra showing? They've added more showings. Oh, cool. Yes, because when I looked at this list, this was not as many showings as they have now. Jeez, they've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. They've got 15 showings. I want to check my theater right now. <clears throat> Ooh, we get a free pop or popcorn. Andy. Yeah, sorry. You, you want to come back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I had, I had logged on there just to, you know, make I sure. I get it. No, I, and, I understand. The internet is is a tempting mistress. Yes. Yes, it is. Or consort, I guess. Because um, we use Yeah, so, so you were talking about Easter, and we got into that rabbit hole. Do you have plans for Easter this weekend, Andy? Uh, yes, I am visiting the family for Easter brunch, and we actually just got back from Isaac's first Easter egg hunt today. Aww. How did he do? Well, <laughs> so it uh, it's one of the uh, mega churches that puts it on. <laughs> so uh, they had, um, I guess, like some crazy number of eggs. Somewhere be I don't. I've saw two numbers posted. It was either twenty thousand or forty thousand. It's a lot of eggs. Yeah. Let me show you. I'm going to send you a picture of one of the sections here of the eggs. And they had uh, <clears throat> one, two, three, four. I think they had like five of these sections just full of eggs. If this thing will actually upload the photo. Oh, there we go. There it is. That's a lot of eggs. Yeah, that's just uh, that's just I mean, one section. They, they just like drop them on the ground? Yeah. Well, I from what I've seen, you know, looking at the other Easter egg hunts in the area is the fact that, you know, it's not really much about the hiding. It's more of a luck of the draw sort of thing. So they just put the eggs out in a field. Oh, so they're loot boxes. Yes. Yes, you are correct. They are 
They are loot boxes, yes. It's it's not a scavenger hunt. It's nope. a loot box. Yes, you the 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 sign said that kids could only take <laughs> 10 eggs. And then, you know, there were various prizes in there, which at, you know, I guess not as many people showed up in our section. So they just said, all right, you know, go at it. Take as many eggs as you can carry. But yeah, we've gotten things like, you know, we got everything from little stickers and temporary tattoos to I got a gift certificate for a free bag of chips or a cookie at Jimmy John's. (laughs) Cool. Which, you know, I'm like, hey, daddy got something. Yep. And then there was that one that was just like a $100 bill rolled up. Oh, no, they had like, um, hold on, let me see if I can pull up the list of the possible prizes. Um, There will be eggs, candies, prizes, and giveaways, including a flat screen TV, Nintendo Switch, Nintendo DS, PlayStation 4, Apple AirPods, gift cards, and more. (laughs) So, there was an egg somewhere on that field that had a basically a coupon for a flat screen TV in it. Or or a Nintendo Switch, or a DS, or a PlayStation 4. Was that in every field? I don't know. We didn't get any of the fancy things yep but supposedly i'm telling you man loot boxes <laughs> yes congratulations isaac you're not even two but you just won yourself a flat screen tv yep <laughs> you can watch paw patrol uh, now in 4k at 52 inches because that's what you want to put like in front of your kid is a gigantic screen I hate to say it, it's it's we put him in front of a screen to clip his nails because... That's, I mean, that's totally legit. Yeah. I'm not trying to say you shouldn't. It's just the idea of putting him in front of a screen that is like 55 inches. You are only 32 intense. inches in length. But yeah. <laughs> but your t- big screen TV... Seems a little intense, no? Yeah. Oh, is he 34 inches? Oh. He was 34 inches in January. My apologies. Cutting off two inches of your son. <laughs> How dare you, sir? <clears throat> Well, okay then. But That's yeah, so, a heck of an Easter egg hunt. Yeah. See, oh when my you gosh. See, the thing is, like, you told me how many there were, and I'm like, where did they hide them all? Oh, they they didn't. No, they just put them out in a field and said, "Have at it." And mind you, like I said, this was one of the mega churches in the area. Yeah. So there is there is a like. I guess I'd start trying to, to game theory it and be like, if I knew which egg contained what thing, where would I put them? And like, maybe, you know, put one of the, I'd try and put like, you want to make sure there's a distribution of the high, high value ones that they aren't all in the same spot so that one person doesn't grab them all. Well, yes, but when you have a field that is like a quarter acre <clears throat> filled with thousands of eggs, yeah. you know, even if you have an eggs. idea, you know, there was literally like hundreds of little kids running around that thing. Yep. Where are all eggs come from? Ooh, this guy's very pretty. I strolled up in the picture. Oh. Well, cool. And then you said Easter brunch with the family? Mm-hmm. Nice. We are not doing anything for Passover this year. <gasps> and it feels really weird. I shall eat some horseradish in your honor. Thank you. Yeah, I was thinking, like, maybe I could go and make, like, haroset or something, but... Too much work? I, I, I don't know. Like, it's actually not that much work. You just have to peel and core, like, 12 apples. Mm, I just bought a jar of horseradish because I put it, you know, on, on my everything. eggs. Yeah, well, not on everything. So, yes, okay. that's that's what's going on. Yep. So what else then, sir? Well, we have topics. We do? Yes. I um, even submitted some of them. Yes. Uh, an update on some of our topics from last week. Yeah. Uh, the first is the fact that we had talked about how the Falcon Heavy Block 5 landed all three of the boosters yes um well it turns out the seas are choppy which you know if Uh-oh. anybody has actually like sailed on the ocean knows yeah that's a normal occurrence yeah um and so the uh center core that landed on the uh the barge yes of course i still love you i was trying to figure out which barge it was um they, they named it of course i still love you yes okay um it uh tipped over in the rough seas <clears throat> and kind of Aww. broke in half and the top half sank oh no oh wait no 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 um okay tipped over and was damaged due to rough seas photos captured during its 2 a.m return to port showed the booster wasn't entirely knocked off the ship but was later cut in half in an effort to save the critical components like the merlin engines oh yeah so yeah the top half is gone but they're they're trying to save you know the bottom half of it which yeah uh turns out you know i started following the spacex subreddit Mm-hmm. And oh my gosh, there's a lot of passionate people on there, which they're like, oh really? my gosh, I can't. Bo-. Yeah, I know. Passionate people on Reddit. What? Yeah, in a subreddit. Yeah, in a subreddit. I, yeah. I can't imagine. Um, how how passionate are they being? Well, they were all, you know, really accept. Oh, they, you know, why couldn't they keep the top half and blah, blah, blah. And somebody else pointed out, I'm like, um, guys, uh, every other rocket company right now purposely, you know, plunges their stuff into the ocean. Yeah, just like immediately loses it. Yeah. 
So don't get in a, you know, don't get your hair in a bunch over, you know, not being able to save the entire rocket. (laughs) At least they saved part of it. Yes. Which the other thing I found surprising was the fact that most people actually think that the grid fins are actually the most expensive part of the rocket. The what? The grid fins. Okay. You know, if you're, if you're watching the video, you know when it's coming down, those those weird mesh things that pop up. The struts? No, no, no. The, 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 the mesh. No. The, the mesh fins. Hang on. Grid fins. Yeah, SpaceX grid fins. SpaceX images. Okay, those can't be the most expensive part of the rocket. Because of their size, and they are single, um, uh, single-piece titanium grids. Okay, I mean, <clears throat> titanium, not, not the cheapest material. No. Uh, but still, like, you're looking at a rocket. Come on, those can't be the most expensive part, right? Like, the engine has to have, be worth more. There, there's a debate, depending on how many Merlin engines are there, those titanium grid fins, because of their size, and the fact that they are a single mold Sheet of titanium. Yeah, single single piece of titanium. They have to be molded in one go. Can you cast titanium? Like I guess you can. Yeah. Right? You have to be able to cast titanium. Yeah, okay. You can do titanium casting. Oh. <laughs> That's fun. What? You can cast titanium. It's just really hard. <laughs> Titanium is an extremely effective solvent. Okay then. Well, I knew they could. They couldn't do uh, aluminum, so what they tried. They, they tried. They tried aluminum originally, and the grid fins were oh. actually burning up. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So they moved up to titanium, and I guess those things cost like a million dollars each. This heated titanium. When it's heated, the titanium reaction with oxygen is so violent it causes great challenges in the casting process. Through this process, molten titanium reacts with even the smallest trace oxygen present in most refractory compounds. <laughs> Oops. Do you also see the actual size of those things, too? Yeah, they're huge. Yeah, size of a person? Yep. So, in order to cast with titanium, you have to make the mold with graphite. Oh, jeez. There can't be any oxygen in the material, the investment, or essentially in the atmosphere when you're doing this. So you'd have to do it in an, like inside an entirely inert gas. <clears throat> wow. Okay, they use ceramic for it. Uh, that's pretty cool, mm-hmm. but it means the mold has to be destroyed every time. That's crazy. And all it just looks like a freaking, like, you know... Grid. Grid. Mesh. Yeah, just a mesh hanging off the side. Yep. But yeah, but at least I, they say I can imagine you know, wanting to be able to reuse that. Yeah, because that is that is a pricey piece. Mm-hmm. So Ooh, you can make your own. <laughs> someone put someone put the uh, design for it on uh, Thingverse. Oh, well, Dave, so what I need you to do print your own is three D pr- is get a three D <laughs> printer. I mean, what would you what would you want me to do with it, Andy? I don't know. I was going to say make like a coaster or something. Just like shrink it down in size. Yeah, but it's it's not flat. No, it's curved, yeah. It would be a really terrible coaster. Okay, so you make one that's coffee table size and you put a glass tabletop on top of it. So it's pointing up. Does that make sense? It's yeah, it's still not flat though. Like even with all the ridges pointing up, that's though that wouldn't be flat, would it? Well, it should be those points. It's curved like a C, right? Uh, it's actually a saddle shape. It curves in two directions. I still think you would still be able to have, putting a a piece of glass on top of it, you would have the four points in the corners all be at the same height. I guess, perhaps. We are spending a lot of time talking about this. Would you like to talk about something else instead? Sure. How about the fact that uh, Sony has said that they've got some details on the PS5 and, in fact, have development units of the PS5? Dude, I am now so far behind in the console world. Are you? I mean, you have a 360. Yes, I have a 360. So you're a generation behind? Generation and a half, if you include the fact that, like... The, there's the Xbox One S and the the PS4 Pro. Um, well, the sorry, I'm getting attacked by a small child on a tractor. <laughs> uh, I was wondering what that was. I mean, I knew it was a small child. I just didn't know what the the rest of it was. The um, according to Wikipedia, the Xbox 360 was discontinued in 2016. So the what? The 360 was discontinued in 2016. Yeah, so it was only three years ago. It's time for for the next gen. And yeah, I know. Uh, in all honesty, 
I see here's where it gets weird. I still maintain, and I, I, I'm sure I've said it on here before, the Xbox One and the PS4 were not worthy of being a new generation. You think that they were just... Uh, so you're, you're saying it was kind of like the, the next gen of iPhones where it didn't seem like it was that much of a game changer to be considered right. a next gen? Un- until until the PS4 Pro and the Xbox One S. I think those were the next generation. I think that they pushed out too early and that those were the things that they should have released as the next generation. Okay, well, 360 was released in 2005. When was the original Xbox released? 19... Xbox was released on 2001. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I, if you would have gone with the 10 years, 360 should have been released in 2011. Well, Andy, no one does 10 years. 360 was... Except for Sony. Yeah, the, the 360 was 10 years. Sony was, was 10 years. Yeah, 2005 to 2016. 2015, 2016, okay. Yeah, but a 10-year cycle. I mean, look at look at the consoles prior to that. Yeah, okay, yes. The the original Xbox was 2001 to 2006, and the PS2? Would that be the PS2 would be the comparable? Granted, the PS2 is 10 years. Yeah, but they also had a hugely extended life cycle for the PS2. Yeah, so Xbox to Xbox One was four years, or to Xbox 360 was four years, and then Xbox 360 to Xbox One was eight years. Xbox One came out in 2013. The Wii U to the Switch was five years. The Wii to the Wii U was six years. The GameCube to the Wii was five years 64 to the gamecube was five years yeah so like every five years five to six years that's the like standard form (laughs) all right so here's the question for you then when will be the last generation of consoles uh never never really never prove me wrong um xbox discless is what well i guess then andy it comes to what do you define as a console a box that plugs into something Careful. needs to something needs to plug into an input on your television something something needs to plug into the input on your television careful for instance what happens if i build it into the television like a microsoft tv or like the nintendo switch um yes but the tv the switch is still plugging into the television with something right it can but it doesn't need to (coughs) would the switch then if it didn't plug into the tv be considered a handheld i don't know i'm asking you because you're the one asking when's the last console so if the switch is a console what happens if they they make it so i mean is the ds a console no the ds is a portable so console must be plugged unmovable. into plug into a TV. A TV. Okay, so then what if I make the the TV the console? What if yeah, what if Sony says we are going to integrate the PlayStation 6 into this television? I'd say that's not the best idea that they've had. I I don't care if it's the best idea. I know it's a terrible idea, but they're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Is that still a console? Um, yes, because that television is not used specifically just for the PS6. Okay. So as so, long as it's like, a, so as long as it has inputs. Yes. If it's built into the screen, but the screen is usable for other things. It is then just an input into that screen. What if it doesn't have inputs? What if, what if they're like, hey, you can use this. And of course, like you can use Netflix, but through the PS6. What if the PS6 is the operating system of the, the, the TV? Well, that would be the dumbest idea ever. I am not talking about whether it's a smart idea, Andy. Nobody would do that. You okay. wouldn't do. Why would you okay, do that? Okay, fine. No, that's fine. Fine. We don't need to get into the sandwich discussion. <laughs> I'm trying to ask you so, a question of when. When do you think Microsoft is going to basically just give you a box, and all that box is going to do is basically be Google uh, Stadia? I mean, that's that's the next version of the Xbox. You'll plug it into your TV, and it will it will download games. Well, I guess Stadia isn't downloading games. No, no, no. The Stadia is just. Basically, we're, we're just, still a ways off from streaming games as the mainstream form of ha 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 mainstream uh, of of distributing gaming content. I think we're pretty damn close. You have a you have a discless Xbox coming out. You have Google Stadia coming out. You have Apple Arcade coming out. <clears throat> 
Yeah, sorry. Somebody does not want to go down for his nap. Yeah. Because I have to continue recording the podcast. Oh. Do you do you need to go help him go down for a nap? No. no. Okay. I could take a nap, though. <laughs> You're like, nap sounds really good. Yeah, it does. Kid God, doesn't I, know how good he's got it. Oh, I could have so taken a nap in, at work yesterday. But nope. Had to uh, make sure that we got the Steve Eiserman press conference on. Oh, because he's coming back. Yep, as general manager for the Red Wings. Yeah, not a player, nope. right? But no, but a GM. Which his track record as a GM is pretty good as well, because he got um, basically took the Tampa Bay Lightning from an expansion team to a um, Stanley Cup contender. So he has he has pedigree on and off the ice. It seems so. So Detroit might actually have a sports team that like will actually do something. You mean outside? Well, there was the the uh, Pistons are in the playoffs right now. Yeah, did you see their score? I heard it was bad. Did you did you see the game that they're having against the Bucks? Oh, they're 0 and 2. What were the last two scores? Let me see. What were the last two scores, Andy? Uh 100 and f- 120 to 99 and 121 to 86. So tell me again about the Pistons making the playoffs? <laughs> they made the playoffs. They they did make the playoffs. The Bucks made the playoffs too. Yeah. Yeah, they <laughs> the did. The Bucks are a way better team. Yeah, they are. Wow. <laughs> this this is sad. Yeah, yeah, this is, I mean, it's, uh, people here are going pretty nuts, they're like, holy crap, this is hilarious. It's, it's gonna be the Bucks and the Golden State Warriors, unless something really terrible happens along the way, it's probably the Bucks and the Golden State. That should be interesting to see. At least, because they have to be in different conferences, don't yes. they? So, yeah, I, Warriors are in the Western, Bucks are in the Eastern, along with the Pistons, because, okay. you know, Western is East, right. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, assuming that basketball actually has people geographically located, because I know certain other sports... <laughs> <clears throat> Andy, have like... All these different conferences named for different regions, and fuck if I know who's in what, because it has nothing to do with where they actually are. All right, let's see. Uh, hold on. I'm look- I just pulled it up. Standings. All right. Eastern Conference. Milwaukee Bucks. Are we talking Bucks. about basketball? Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, Milwaukee Bucks, Toronto Raptors, uh, Philadelphia, or is it Philly 76ers? Philadelphia 76ers, yep. Uh, let's see. Boston Celtics, Indiana Pacers, New York Nets, or sorry, Brooklyn Nets, my apologies. Orlando Magic, Detroit Pistons, Charlotte Hornets, Miami Heat, Washington Wizards, that's the DC team. Uh, Atlanta Hawks, Chicago Bulls, Cleveland Cavaliers, and New York Knicks. And points for me for just looking at icons and names and knowing the cities. Yeah, so Wash, uh, the Golden State Warriors, Nuggets or Denver? Yeah, Denver. Uh, Houston Rockets, Portland Trailblazers, this is harder, Utah Jazz, San Diego Spurs, Oklahoma City Thunder. So there's, 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 they're getting close. Mm-hmm. They're close in, along that Mississippi area. Yeah. LA Kings, no, Sacramento Kings, LA Lakers. You know, you know what you could do is just go to the like you search for or conference map. They have this sort of, of thing? Basketball. I, I'm sure someone has it. Western Conference NBA. Is there a map? Minnesota Timberwolves, I think, are the farthest east. Memphis Grizzlies, New Orleans Pelicans. Hmm. Yep, Western versus Eastern. Here's a map. It it actually is like West and East. It follows the Mississippi. Well, except for uh, Memphis. Except for Memphis. Memphis is a, a dagger sticking into the Eastern Conference. Stabbing him right in the back. Almost taken Charlotte. <clears throat> Almost taken Charlotte. Well, congratulations, NBA. Your your conferences make sense. Yep. So what's that map look like for baseball, Andy? Oh my god, it's pure chaos. It's totally non-contiguous, isn't it? No, yeah, it's all over the 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 we'll see if there's an MLB conference map. I made a map of oh yeah, the oh it's it's silly. It's silly. Yeah. Oh. I always wondered about the Utah Jazz. Yeah, because they didn't start in Utah. No, New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And then New yeah, Orleans is like, we want a team there. again. Yeah. We're going to pick a name that's not the Jazz. We'll go with the Pelicans because that's a fearful uh, animal. Pelicans did not start in New Orleans. They didn't start in New Orleans? Where did the Pelicans start? I thought they were one of the expansion teams. There's a whole history of NBA le- relocation. Where did the Pelicans start then? They were the Hornets. They were the Hornets? Yep. Oh. But I, I think during the move, they also changed the name. This this site has a ton of really cool maps. Huh. Right. So how did we get on basketball? I, you were talking about the Red Wings. Ah. And, and Steve. Yes, because I wanted to take a nap. 
Ezerman. Right. Well, Ezerman. Uh, it's, it's a joke that I used to I used to pronounce his name Ezerman until someone told me I was wrong. Yizzy, Steve. It Yizzy. looks like an Ezerman. Like how the hell are you supposed to pronounce that? Ezerman? <laughs> no, bullshit. Y and a Z next to each other in a name. It's not eyes. No. Zerman. Zerman. Z- no. Ye- I swear it's Ezerman. Ezerman. What bullshit is that? <laughs> At least you don't call him Gordy Howie. Who? Gordy Howe. Oh, Gordy Howe, right. Yeah, the E at the end. Yeah. Right, so we can <clears throat> uh, we can actually go off to another sports-ish topic. Aw, I'm having fun with this one. <laughs> yes, but we I have a whole list of topics to talk about. Ridiculous baseball's friggin' stuff is. It's an old sport. Yeah, so what's stopping them from redoing their damn conferences? Tradition. 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 Why do we wear this? I will tell you. I don't know. <laughs> oh, dear. So, um... Yeah, okay, other, yeah, other yes, topics. Yes, the, uh, 12 countries met wait, in... Wait, 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 what? We never finished the topic we were on. What was the topic we were on? PlayStation 5. Okay, well, what up with the PlayStation 5? Uh, they have, um, so Sony's made, like, two announcements about it so far, uh, one of which saying that the price will be appealing. <laughs> no idea what that means. <coughs> I guess under $1,000? Appealing to Who? Uh, yeah. <laughs> to shareholders of Sony, or that could be. Uh, but the the more important stuff, because yeah, you know what, I I can tell you what the price is going to be. Expensive. Uh, they announced some of the technical details and some of the the general principles for it. First off, it will be backwards compatible to PS4. Okay, good. That's pretty sizable. That's that's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, it will be an AMD Ryzen core. I am so out of the loop on AMD and Intel and NVIDIA chips. Um, all right, so so here's here's the rundown. Okay. I'm going to catch you up on this. Ready? Right. AMD, Intel, competing, competing, competing. Yes. Intel comes out with core i3, i5, i7, i9. Yes. AMD comes out with nothing. Like, they have no response to that. So Intel just kind of, like, destroys them in the market. But AMD is also... Working on graphics processing. Yes. Because remember, AMD bought um, ATX. Yes. Is that the company, right? Er- NVIDIA versus ATX. So AMD is still working on that. Finally, oh no, Radeon. That's yeah. who it was. No, AMD, finally, AMD was Radeon. They bought Radeon. Radeon was the GPU, wasn't it? In any case, finally, AMD comes out and says, we finally have a competitor to Intel's core I whatever line. And so they come out with Ryzen. Uh, a- this was a- about a- ATI. ATI. AMD bought ATI. ATI. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, about a year and a half ago-ish, AMD comes out with the Ryzen line, and it is, it's pretty good. Like, it's fast, it's comparable to Intel's line, so all of a sudden, Intel actually has a competitor again. Um, they're roughly equivalent. Like, they're, it, when I was looking at buying computer parts for Laura, it was a, you know, it's a coin flip, just like it used to be. Like, pick one or the other, whichever one's offering the better sale. Just understand that the motherboard has to be tied to the the processor. So yeah, if you just like the old AMD, days. To, yeah. So there's there's the rundown. That was always, um, that was always the fun bit when somebody gave me a part for free. It'd be like, yay! Now I got to find. I can't every- use this. <laughs> <laughs> I've got six gigs of RAM and I have no motherboard to use it on. Yep. Yay! Yep. I have to plan an entire computer around this part. Uh, so it's an AMD Ryzen eight core seven nanometer technology. God, they're getting so small now. It, we're we're running up to the point where like quantum tunneling becomes a problem. <laughs> and the GPU will support ray tracing on like on live game. That's big. That is that's crazy. Ray tracing is the technology that like movie studios use for their digital work, where they have to set it up and they say, "All right, process." And then they just let it run. Yeah, because that's where it's simulating, okay, here's a light source. What happens if the light hits this part? What happens if the light hits this part? What happens if the light hits this part? It it traces the ray of light so that it can do the appropriate lighting. Um, it's, yeah, it's it's pretty nuts. Okay. Well, thank you for that uh, update. Oh, and a solid state drive built in. Good. Reducing load times by a, a lot. By by uh, uh, a lot. Going yeah. from 15 seconds to less than a second. I do have to say that's that. <laughs> that was my main thing with the Xbox 360. As soon as I could load games onto the uh, hard drive rather than the optical disc drive. Yep. Even then, that the load times were just. <clears throat> And I'm sitting there going like, I, you know, I'm still knowing that there is an actual like disk drive spinning in there. 
loading the game, but that is still, you know, head and shoulders above trying to load it from the actual optical disk drive. And now it's like, okay, you know, can I can I get a solid state drive for the 360? Because that would probably load it up even more. For the 360? Yeah. Uh-huh. No. So that hopefully is probably going to be an announcement at E3, is what I'm guessing. Say that again? This PS5, you know, greater oh, detail yeah. is going to be E3. Maybe, probably. Probably. Or Gamescom. What? Gamescom. Yeah, I, I know. That's the European. Yeah. That's like the European Game- E3. Uh, I guess probably not, because Games- Gamescom is August. They'll want to do it a little sooner than that if they've got it. Uh, but Gamescom has a, um, they, they started, they designed an announcement night. So instead of having all the different companies announce all their stuff throughout the event, they're like, we want to just front load this. We're going to have a hosted event and you're going to come and you're going to announce everything. Hmm. Well, that would make sense because the E3s seems to be running out of gas with everybody slowly moving away from it. So could be uh, could be cool. Yeah. OK, what else you got? Um, well, I was going with sports news. Okay. There is going we were, to be we a European eSports Federation, in theory. In theory. Yes, because uh, um, 12 national eSports federations have agreed to form a European eSports Federation later this year. They have drafted their document. Nobody has actually signed it yet, um, especially since they're, they're trying to figure out how it works with the Interactive um, Software Federation of Europe and the International Esports Federation as well. But they're trying to basically create a European, not not really um, a governing body, but a moderating partner for the region. I'm so confused as to what these people would actually be doing. Yeah, what what is a moderating partner? I don't know. We see many kinds of regulation in esports. Game mechanics is at the individual developer's disposal. Tournament regulations are mostly in the hand of private companies and so on. As ESBD in such a complex ecosystem of different regulations, we see a federation as a modern, modern, moder, moderating partner rather than the governing by detailed regulations as many sports federations do. What does that mean? What does that mean? I, I feel like know. I just said a word salad. You see, a federation as a moderation partner rather than the governing by detailed regulation. I feel like I have to read this document to see what they're actually planning on doing. Well, have fun with that. Yeah. <coughs> Let's see. I don't like. I don't even know. But the twelve countries that are basically on board right now are the UK, Belgium, Germany, Austria, Hungary, France, Russia, Slovenia, Serbia, Sweden, Turkey, and Ukraine. Not really any any country that is known for their esports. Yeah, this is no like Japan, Korea. Well, those are not European. Yes, that's that is fair. (laughs) If the U.S. joined the European Esports Federation, something is wrong. You could just call it the North Atlantic Esports Federation. And yet somehow Turkey is part of it. Well, I mean, still, yes. In both of those, my thing goes, yeah, Turkey's part of it. I'm like, hmm, North Atlantic, huh? Turkey. How far is Turkey from the Atlantic Ocean? It's the Mediterranean Sea. How far is Turkey from the Atlantic Ocean? I'm telling you how far. They are the Mediterranean Sea far from the Atlantic Ocean. I'm wondering if Google will tell me this. Distance calculator. How far is it from Istanbul to some other place? And you're not going to tell me, are you? No. To the nearest Atlantic Ocean. Uh, nearest Atlantic Ocean, probably. Oh, actually, probably the North Sea, if you count that as part of the Atlantic Ocean. Oh, so we're talking up by, like, uh, Latvia? Denmark. Oh, up there? Okay. Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't going to the Baltic. I was going to the north. Okay. But yes, the Baltic Sea is probably even closer. Because Sweden, you know, would probably be... Yeah, Sweden would be in the North Atlantic. But yeah, sorry, that's a pet peeve of mine. But I, I understand their reasoning behind it, trying to make a unified Europe. What What is the pet peeve? That Turkey. That Turkey is in the NATO? Yeah. You poor thing. I know. These, these are the things that keep me up at night. No, they don't. <laughs> that's the thing that just went down for a nap. Yes. Yes, he got me up at uh, 2.30 this morning. Oh, fun. Mm-hmm. Okay, then. So, uh, Speaking of the Middle East, yes. Iraq has banned violent video games. Okay. Iraq's we'll parliament, see how long that lasts. Yeah, Iraq's parliament voted on Wednesday to ban popular online video games, including PUBG and Fortnite, citing their negative influence, especially on the young, in a country long played by real-life bloodshed. The ban came due to the negative effects caused by some electronic games on the health, culture, and security of Iraqi society, including social and moral threats to children and youth. (laughs) Parliament has passed only one piece of legislation since it was first convened, uh, which was the 2019 federal budget laws, which which was issued in January. But they passed this one. Yeah, because, man, violent video games, that's the key. That's the thing we need to think about. Yes. Wow. 
All right. I, it, it, there had to be some person who was like, I don't like video games. And then the rest comes from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, more positive video game news. There's a symphonic concert going into L.A. for May, June for Final Fantasy VII. One Wing Angel. One Wing Angel. You bet they're going to play One Wing Angel. But also the rest of the music from Seven, which is fantastic music. I'll take your word for it. You've never listened to the soundtrack of Seven? No, all I've heard is everybody playing One Wing Angel. That's not true. You sat in Brian's basement and raced chocobos with me. I didn't race chocobos. I sat there in your basement while you two raced chocobos. No, it was when Brian was out and it was in his basement. I never raced chocobos against you. No, you don't race against a player, Andy. It's it's a one-player game. Well, that's why I, I tell you, I never... <laughs> I sat there paying zero attention to your Final Fantasy game. Ah, I I remember it differently because you came up with a name for the Chocobo. You named it Kermit. Uh, that would probably be something I would have named it. Was he green? He was green. Okay, that would make sense. We successfully bred a green Chocobo. And we named it Kermit. Okay. We named it Kermit. If anybody is listening here from the Jim Henson's company... Please send all emails. To not us? I guess so. You should, I mean, the, the music is really good. Is VGL still going around? Uh, that's a good question. Yes. Yes. Yes, I mean, it, it is. it still exists. Their website uses Adobe Flash. <laughs> well, uh, no, February, March, April, June, July, August, October. Tour dates. Let's see. Alabama, Qatar. Texas, Ohio, North Carolina, New York, China, North Carolina, California, Bulgaria, Spain. It uh, looks like they are only scheduled out through November, though. <clears throat> Still can't believe they came to Kalamazoo. Yeah. Dayton, Ohio is not too far away from you, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's far away. Do you know where Dayton, Ohio is? I don't know where Dayton, Ohio is. Dayton, Ohio is in the southern half of Ohio. Oh. Oh, it, it's like just south of Columbus. It's over by Cincinnati, Dave. It's between, it is halfway between Cincinnati and Columbus. Yes. Anything south of Columbus is the south half of Ohio. It's south of Ohio. It's, okay. That's uh, that's a pain in the butt to get to. Yeah, you'd have to drive all the way over to like Toledo and then take 75 south. Or take Fort Wayne and then take uh, 27 south. How did we get How did we get back from North Carolina? We did something funky. I remember that because we stopped in, stopped at University of Ohio for the night. And then was it taking 33, I think, up to Fort Wayne? And then we took 69 to 94. I don't know. It was a Ohio does not have really any any straight lines outside of 70. <coughs> 70 and 90 are the straight lines in Ohio. That's it. Yep. Everything else in Ohio just meanders. Unless you're trying to go from Cincinnati to Cleveland, then you take 71, and that's a straight shot, but that's it. <laughs> Ohio, tis a silly place. It is. Uh, but yes, they they do. Uh, they are doing video games live. I'm fine just streaming my, uh, my Pandora video game music stream, which actually isn't bad. You know, it's a good thing to listen to while I'm working on stuff. Uh, let's see. Speaking of streaming, or no, speaking of gaming, this one's interesting. Nintendo stock jumped 8%. Yeah. Actually, so sorry. I get, up, I get sorry, not just 8%. Um, up 17% on the Tokyo Stock Exchange and up 12% in the U.S. So I get notifications for stocks that I have, and I have a little bit of Nintendo stock, and so I come into work and it's like, Nintendo up 8% in pre-market trading, and I'm like, the fuck did I just miss? Like, what just happened? That is a huge jump. Yeah, currently up 12% now, not even 8%, but 12%, 17% in the Tokyo Stock Exchange. That's the largest percentage game for the company's shares since July of 2016, the summer after Pokemon Go launched. So, is there another Pokemon Go? Is there I don't know. Mario something another? I do I do still like the jump of Pokemon Go though, where it went from like 17 bucks to 33 bucks. It jumped 50% overnight. This stock um, jump was because it has been confirmed that the Nintendo Switch has been approved for sale in China in a partnership with Tencent. Well, there you go. Nintendo has so broken did, did into the China market. Did, cents, t- did Tencent's stock jump up as well? Uh, let's see. Stock price. Yeah, not by much. No. It did, but not by much. Not not nearly as much as Nintendo's stock did. Holy shit. Yeah, Tencent holdings are pretty much have been flat for the last like five days. I bought Nintendo at $33 a share. I should probably actually look at the U.S. Nintendo stock. It is currently $43 a share. Okay, then. Yeah, so Nintendo is working with Tencent and is going to release the Switch into China and everybody just lost their shit. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of a big market. It's it is the market now. It is it's. I mean, I look at this all the time with the uh, the box office numbers with movies and everything, especially you know big blockbusters and the U.S. domestic you know box office possibilities versus the Chinese market is just ridiculous. It's like why why are the movie companies even still making movies for the U.S. Because they can still make a lot of money from yeah. the U.S. But that that is why for a like little while uh a lot of movies had china playing some part in them <laughs> yep like transformers and for no reason we go to china yep first quarter what? of 20 first quarter of 2018 the chinese box office figures topped the u.s and canada grosses for china in q1 of 2018 were 3.17 billion compared to 2.85 billion in north america so there we go it's it's already happened where the chinese yeah chinese box office is bigger than the u.s yeah, but they also have their own movie studios. Yes. So it's not like all of that's going to Disney and Sony and Viacom and, and Universal and Warner Brothers. Well, the, also the fact is that the the Chinese uh, theaters have a uh, more of a more of a favorable contract for them than the domestic theaters do. Yeah. 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 The growth surge came almost entirely from the massive success of several homegrown titles. Operation Red Sea earned five hundred seventy four million. The biggest American import title was Black Panther at 105 million. So there you go. Yes. No, the Chinese market is getting bigger, but a lot of it, yeah, is their own movies, which makes sense. Uh, while we're talking about Nintendo selling in China, mm-hmm. should also mention that Nintendo unveiled, uh, and, and unveiled is still like kind of unveiled, not really like big, ta-da, here it is, but hey, this is what we're thinking, and, and uh, it, yeah, it's... Uh, a switch light. A switch what? Switch light, not light switch. Switch light. So a smaller switch. A less expensive switch. <coughs> it is not clear what will make it less expensive or why, but they are looking at. And this has been. I mean, there have been rumors for a while about Nintendo wanting to do new switch models, which is kind of a standard thing that Nintendo does, right? They mm-hmm. release hardware, and then a couple years later, they release a slightly improved version of it. Yeah, the 3DS had the the two, the, the newest version of that as well, like mm. the 3DS XL. Yep, and then they also came out with the nintendo 2d i mean game boy advanced versus game boy sp yeah well that should be nice yeah for that new china sale yep what other video game news do we have here do we want to talk about ubisoft what about ubisoft ubisoft pledging more than half a million to the notre dame cathedral restoration oh yeah and then giving away a free copy of assassin's creed unity yep which they've actually had to take the servers down and try and upgrade them because there are so many people now playing unity that the servers were crashing that's hilarious hey here's a free game everybody Oh shit, you all oh, like God. this free game. <laughs> Everyone's getting the free game. Servers are crashing. Servers are crashing. Yep. Yeah, so Notre Dame caught fire. Yep. Um which kind of sucks. People yep. are donating lots of money to restoring it and it's it's interesting cuz like there's been a lot of backlash on that of like, well, why aren't these companies, you know, donating to feed the hungry or, or do other things like, yeah. well, three, three billionaires at the drop of a hat pledged over 573 million, I think three, so three people. My, my first question yes. is those three people, do we know what other donations they're making? Oh, Are yeah. people just kind of jumping to like, well, how could you do this? Like there's still hunger. I'm like, do you think maybe they actually are donating? Notre Dame donations. Somebody's got to have a list of current donations. I mean, they made these public, yeah. but that doesn't mean... I'm, one of the big ones was, like, the president of Louis Vuitton. Yeah. I, I, I get the outrage, but, like, do you think that they aren't donating to other causes? Do you think well, they're just sitting on their giant pile of money and laughing? Um, well, the, the, the question right now, especially in France, is the whole yellow vest protests. Yeah. Which is, you know, kind of like the working class protesting about the current status in France. So there are already, you know, people like protesting against the the elite class. And then all of a sudden, you know, you know, Notre Dame goes up in flames. And all of a sudden, you know, these huge values of money start appearing. And everybody else is like, well, wait a second. We've been sitting here protesting for months. And all of a sudden, you know, oh, you guys can drop money on the the uh, on the cathedral. I mean, so from Paris's perspective, how much money do you think that cathedral pulls into the city? Oh, probably tons. Granted, The, the fire, this is my favorite bit. The fire was caused by the um, current restoration project that was going on that they yeah. were scraping together to get money for. Yeah. They were, they were, they, they were struggling to get money for the current level of restoration on Notre Dame. They were struggling they for it. Plenty of money. Now they have, you know, they should have burned it down years ago. <laughs> Man, why didn't I think I'll write insurance fraud? <laughs> 
But had had they burned the accident, had they accidentally burned it down before they even started the current level of restoration, you know, let's, suddenly let's millions of euros would have been pouring Let's not in. go there. Am I wrong, though? I don't know. I know that there's a lot of outrage at the amount of money being thrown at this, but there are capitalistic reasons why. And I'm, I'm not saying it's good, but also, like, people donate. Like, they are definitely, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I was a little taken aback at the outrage, and I'm wondering how much of it is real versus generated. Yes, you know, how much how much does Louis Vuitton donate annually to right. other things? Right. Like Louis Vuitton donating to UNICEF. Yeah, how much do, how much do they donate? to UNICEF. Do they say? I'm um, I'm looking and trying to find The problem is they don't need to say what they what they donate. Louis Vuitton matches donations. Half the searches are about like them donating to defend to uh, restore Notre Dame. Yeah, that's Notre Dame. It's going to be a tough one to, to search for right now. You're going to get overloaded yeah. with current news. Yep. I could try and search for like not Notre Dame, but anyway, so Ubisoft gave away a free copy of Assassin's Creed. Did you pick it up? Yes. Good. Can I play it on my laptop? No. No. <laughs> Once again. But it's on Uplay, right? It's on Uplay. So at some point in the future, I could play the game if I wanted to. I just have to have the hardware to play it. <laughs> Come on, Google. Oh, poor Andy. Come on, Google. Not yet. Mm. Uh, the, the good news though, is the fact that, um, Google and Amazon have sort of made up because now you can put a YouTube app on an Amazon fire device (gasps) and prime video is now going to be available on Chromecast and Android devices. What? They finally said this is stupid and it's going to be better for our cons- our customers. Pretty much, I think they saw Apple's announcement and then sent, oh, crap. oh they're like, okay, we need to sit down and, and hash this out because otherwise, mm-hmm. Apple's going to eat us for lunch. Apple, um, yeah, Apple said it would be available on Fire televisions as well as platforms from a range of devices, including Roku, but not anything powered by Android, of course. And then you also have Walt Disney's service coming out as well. So it's yeah, I think it was kind of just the um, the writing was kind of on the wall for the streaming. Just the streaming services. You're not going to be able to buy a Google Home speaker on Amazon or, you know, not going to be able to watch YouTube on all the Echo devices. That's cool. I'm we we have uh, long wanted to be able to stream Amazon to the Chromecast. Yes, so have I. Our current, so that's awesome. Yeah, the, the, currently the easiest way for us to get to Amazon Video is to go through our blue our Blu-ray player, which the interface for that is just god-awful horrible and has not been updated in literally five, six years. Ooh. Yeah, so the interface is way out of date, way hard to search for things. It's it's bad. Now, you know, I can pull up the Amazon, you know, app on my phone and stream it that way, or heck, now I can just, you know, keep my Kindle Fire next to the next to the couch plugged in and use that as basically my, you know, Your Chromecast. Streamer. Yeah, my, com- my Chromecast streamer. That's, that's great. Holy crap. That's a big, like, that actually is big news. Yeah, it's actually pretty cool. <laughs> One of the topics that you have here just confused the crap out of me. All right. Galaxy Fold breaking. Yes. Take that out of context. Galaxy Fold breaking. That sounds like a really worrisome sci-fi issue. Like, first off, what is a galactic fold? (laughs) Second off, how can it break? Third off, what does that mean for me? Like, are we going to fall into a black hole? No, but Samsung stock might. Yep. Samsung's like, hey, check out this new phone or the foldable screen. It's, you know, thousands of dollars. Why? 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 Already? Why? 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 I don't get it. I don't understand. Why? Why they did it? Yes. Who is out there asking for a foldable phone? I guess the people who want a bigger screen on their phone but don't want to carry the uh, Galaxy Note. So yeah, no. Um, yeah, $2,000 for the Galaxy Fold, and supposedly the review ones are already breaking after literally some of them only a day of use. Yeah, but if you read the article, it's because people are trying to pull off something that you're not supposed to pull off. Yeah, yeah, keep keep the screen in place, please. <laughs> Well, there's, they're saying like there's a uh, a layer on top of the screen that seems like you should be able to take it off, and you, you can't. Like, don't pull it off. No, yeah. And then it's breaking the screen. And yeah, don't do that. No. But these are just the, the review units, right? This is not yes. the... No. Which the, I guess is good feedback for the company. Of, yes. Like, we need to make sure that people don't take this thing off. Well, supposedly the pre-orders are already so much that they have actually... Um, <clears> you can't actually uh, pre-order it anymore because it, there's a wait list now. It's a $2,000 phone. Yeah. 
why? Why? I don't know. Laura's saying for women with pockets who are too small for their phones, but they're not going to spend $2,000 on a phone. Oh, don't. No, I think. Because of pockets? Hey, man, pockets are supposedly amazing. I I wouldn't know because I'm a boy, and heck, even Isaac has bigger pockets than some of Kate's pants. That's terrifying and sad. Yeah. Kate's like, yeah, don't even get me started. Yeah. Didn't didn't we talk about my my idea of my business idea of pockets? Yeah. Ah, uh, if we did, I don't remember it. That if if you opened up an online tailoring company that specializes in pockets. <laughs> <coughs> That that women would send you their clothes for the express purpose of having actual pockets being added to them. Hmm, that might work. And that you could even get it with like um, where when when they go and order new clothes from store X that they provide your address as the delivery address. So they'll get the new ones there and then it could be interesting. Yep. And if you specialize in pockets like that's. That, that seems like it would be a, an easier thing to be able to do. No, I, I could see that, where you just take out the current pockets and add new ones. Or or break one of the seams and add a pocket. Could could work. I don't know. I've never actually tried to disassemble clothing before on purpose. Yep. I have accidentally disassembled clothing before. <laughs> like, what's this thread? If I keep pulling on it, what happens? Keeps going, keeps going, keeps going. Oh, crap. Now I've just pulled out the seam on one of my pant legs. Yep. Been there. Done that. Yep, I've got a pair of pants and I have to find a tailor for it because they're a nice pair of khakis. But the uh, I I have to I have to uh, repair the pockets in my pants because like they have big hole. They are worn through. Oh, the pocket has worn through. What are you I've putting used in your the pockets? Pocket so much that it has worn through. What are you putting in your pockets? My wallet and my keys. Are your keys made of just razor blades? Yes. <laughs> also cast titanium. <laughs> Really hard to make those keys. Really hard to make a copy. Yeah, man, grinding them just like you have to go through wheel after wheel after wheel. Just takes a long time to grind them. Million dollar keys. <laughs> just hope you never have to redo the lock. Oh, jeez. Okay, are there um, any other topics nope, you want? No, I'm good. Okay, last I'm thing good. I'm pointing out is that Netflix is creating a random episode button. Okay. So you could just play a random episode of The Office or Friends or whatever, which seems a little weird to me, but okay. Granted, now I'm thinking about it, you know, if, you know, we we show episodes of Magic School Bus for Isaac because Isaac is bus obsessed right now. Mm -hmm. Um, From the wheels that go on the bus. Which is funny because sometimes he calls wheels on other vehicles buses. (laughs) The, so he, the wheels on the other vehicles are buses? Yes. he Like the, the tractor that he uh, rammed into me um, has wheels. And sometimes he will go to the wheel and be like, bus. And I'll be like, no, no. Wheel. Wheel. The wheel on the bus goes round and round, but that wheel is the, not the bus. And, and the wheel on the, the tractor goes round and round. Maybe yes. you need to start changing the song. Ooh, I don't know. That would probably be playing with fire. The wheel on the tractor goes round and round. I think the I would just The computer on the tractor him. goes, no one can touch it because of the DMCA. <laughs> <laughs> the computer on the tractor says, call John Deere, call John Deere, call John Deere. <laughs> the computer on the tractor says, call John Deere, because you can't touch it. Yep. yep. There we go. Now I feel like I should make a whole series of nursery rhymes that are all about stupidness in the telecommunications industry. That would be fantastic. Can we make a kid's book of it? <laughs> this is Chairman Pie. Chairman, Chairman. Pie is an asshole. <laughs> Chairman Pie drinks from a mug. It's stupidly big. Just like his ideas on net neutrality. Chairman Pie is in the pocket of corporate America. Chairman Pie used to work for Verizon. He still kind of does. <laughs> now, to be fair, to be fair, Tom Wheeler used to work for the industry. Yes, that is true. He used to work at uh, during the cable industry during yep. the early days of cable back yep. when the cable was seen as the outsider compared to you know but he was also like one of the, the chief lobbyists for the cable industry right before he was the FCC chairman yes I remember talking about this and going like this is a bad idea <laughs> yeah you and why would you do this and then he turned out to be like actually really cool and be like no 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 like I my my loyalties were to the cable industry and now they are to the people of the United States of America because I am now serving America and that's awesome. And, like, I'm really happy with that. Yeah, no, I feel Chairman like Chairman Pie is like, no, I still get money from them. Well, no, he doesn't act. He's not supposed to get money from them, but. Right. Yeah, yeah Andy. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's not supposed to. And he, you know, he maybe doesn't. But I bet you after this, he's going to land a really cushy job. Yep. If he gets a job at Verizon as soon as he steps down. Oh. 
Yeah. Right. So we should probably hit the reviews because we're at that point of the podcast. Okay. Your review, sir. My review. I am reviewing. Where did I write it down? Where did I write it? I sent, it, I sent you a link. What did I write down? What did I write down? You sent me a link? Yes. Uh, Hoopla. There we go. Random review. Hoopladigital.com. Yes. Hoopla. Uh, Hoopla wants to know your location. Yes. Think of this as the uh, library version of Netflix. Huh? So this is, this is uh, I, I hook it up to my local library. So, you know, when I first came on there, uh, it's like, uh-huh. hey, you know, I, got, I, I put in my library info and I put my library card in and it, it basically hooks me up and I'm able to, using the app, um, download the following. Here we go. Come on, load the app. Here we go. Audiobooks, movies, music, comics, ebooks, and television episodes uh, to my uh-huh. device. And I can uh, borrow seven titles, eight titles actually, a month. So I have borrowed TV shows. I have borrowed audiobooks. I have borrowed movies, and we're talking like actual movies. Yeah. Like Hotel Artemis is on here, you know. R- RBG is on here. <clears throat> There's like actual movies on here that you can act, you can now rent from your library, quote unquote. But does like the library get money from it? I'm not sure. I, d- I don't know how the back end of it works, but, you know, I can I can rent stuff from my library, quote unquote, to the app. Well, I, I can tell you that the website uses React. No idea what that means. Yeah, I know. It's all right. You don't need to. Okay. So, yeah, no. Um, like when I was reading one of the uh, book club books, I was actually able to borrow it on the app, and then I was able to play it on my phone as an audiobook. So it was kind of like Audible, but, you know, renting it from my library into the app, no problem. You know, I'm able to rent movies. If I wanted to see Perot, I think they've got literally all the seasons of Perot on here. They've got a ton of BBC television series. If I wanted to watch The Great British Baking Show, I could rent it through this app. The library. The library. Okay, but like, why? I mean, so first off, my library uses its own thing. And like, how does this interact with that? I think they just basically have signed up to be part of the service. And then because of this, you know, they have a certain library attached of um, e-items attached to it is what my guess is. I'm guessing they have the library paid for, you know, X amount per user who have downloaded something or something of that nature. So I'm I'm just, I'm so confused. Like, does this work for any library? I don't know. Is your library partnered with it? I don't know. I have to sign up. Oh. I don't want to sign up if it's not worth it, if my library doesn't have this stuff. Well, I don't think you'd be able to sign up if your library... Because there's no way to tell, like, what libraries are part of this until you sign up. All right. Let me, what's, what's your matter Madison? Let me see. Uh, Madison Public, Madison, New Jersey, Madison, Kansas, Madison, Ohio, Madisonville, Kentucky, Sun Prairie, Wisconsin. Wisconsin Public Library Consortium or the South Central Library System. Nope, that I didn't mean to hit enter. I did not mean to hit enter. Can I search for, oh, state or zip code? Okay. Wisconsin. 53719. Okay, here we go. 53719. Sun Prairie Public Library, Sauk City, Eager Free, Eagerton, Milton Public, Hedberg, Beaver Dam, Clinton. So it does, doesn't sound like this works for me. No, sorry. Sounds like there's places around you that it works for, but not yes, but yours. I, I have a different library system called Overdrive. Yes. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. We also have Overdrive through Portage and Kalamazoo as well. Yeah. Portage Overdrive is just, you know, ebooks and audiobooks. This is like ebooks, audiobooks, and more yeah so which looks cool but doesn't work for me yeah so yeah you would have to see if it works with your local library but you know i feel like it's it's a neat idea plus you know it has my current uh, book club book on here that i have to uh can start to read because i have to return it in eight days which then i'll probably turn right back around and rent it again yeah what is the current book club book uh alphabetical it was actually my pick cool I think it's the history of the alphabet, but I'm not sure this was a blind you, pick. You picked it, and you have no idea what it is. Yeah. It seemed interesting. I heard, I did that I, once. Yes. I did that once, and I got, like, torn apart. You didn't even finish your own book. I couldn't. I just couldn't. I just couldn't get through it. It was just so dense. I have done this before. I did this with Traffic. I was a, It was a blind pick. It was, you know, uh, Traffic, I think, was a Pulitzer Prize nominated or winner or something like that. So it was an interesting book. You know, I just, this one just seemed interesting as well. It's only 26 chapters, you know, each one for each letter of the alphabet. But it, it seemed like an interesting topic, especially with the amount of word nerds that we have in the book club. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. So hoopla. Mm-hmm. Hoopla. As in jumping through the hoopla. No. Uh, all right. Random topic. Random topic. Hold on, I'm putting the uh, URL Link to in. Hoopla. <laughs> Random, Random topic, topic rolled ahead of time. Yes, 
I also posted this to your thing as well. Did you see this yes, one? Yes. Okay. I did. You saw this one, but not the line right above it. Well, no, because I saw it on the notification on my watch as I was walking back upstairs. Okay. Random topic rolled ahead of time. What is your must-see TV? What show must you watch? It doesn't say what show. Yeah. It just oh, says yeah, what yeah. is your must-see yeah, TV. Yeah, what, what is your must-see TV? So it actually could be like a list of shows. Yeah, you know, YouTube channels. I mean, it... It entirely depends. It depends on on the purpose of the viewing. Like, are you viewing for entertainment? Are you viewing for education? Are you viewing for edutainment? Are you viewing for uh, historical purpose? Like, I want to make a TV show. What are the shows I should watch to help me understand the medium and the industry? Um, or, or like, what when are the you, shows that help? When you sit down, me? when you sit yeah. down on an evening and go, "Oh, sweet! There's a new episode of this," or there's a somebody posted to the there's a new YouTube video for this. But, there's but a new that depends on there's on the, a new the oh mood. this guy this Twitch guy is streaming yeah that entirely depends on the mood at that moment i mean like even those come and go because the the channels change so i used to like religiously watch king of random that's where i got the the backyard forge but i do not enjoy where the channel has gone it's it's become kind of like almost what mythbusters was right before the end of like we're gonna try some stupid science and see if it works oh my gosh there was what was I saw where there was some guys in Australia because uh, there was a, there's an Australian version of the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Okay, it's at some science camp where they literally just built their own basically Leaning Tower. Sure, and these guys would just take items up to the top of the tower and drop them on other just items. Throw them off. That's hilarious. Uh, I mean, pretty. But after a while, it's like really you're going to cool, drop a watermelon onto a trampoline. For... You're going to drop a you know a, yes a big block of. Ice. I would like to see a watermelon dropped onto a trampoline. Well, I'll go find the do video. You, for do you, you not want? to see a watermelon dropped onto a trampoline well yes but it's like a 15 minute video for like a 10 oh, second no drop. give me like 10 seconds that's not worth it i don't need the build-up um i've been watching this guy named alex Steele. he's like a mid-20s blacksmith and by mid-20s i mean he's in his mid-20s and he does like amazing work and i, I, I just, it's it's astounding um like just trash tv like there's flash flash is really fun voltron you know i think of like what tv shows were were fundamental to making me me <coughs> gargoyles rugrats doug where uh where in the world was Avatar. carmen san diego that was the, that where, was a yep. show that i got up early to watch yep where in the world is carmen san diego have I you got seen up, the new one not yet it's it's pretty good okay. I, we've only watched a couple episodes of it we have not watched the whole thing but it's pretty good and it it does bring him back in like that educational like hey let's talk about this country for two minutes okay marvel studios captain marvel goose the cat live for an hour really is that an hour-long cat video with Goose the Cat. It, it might be. Oh, jeez. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's so much out there. There's so much content, and it depends on what you're looking for. I, I can't give you a, like, a single, you have to watch this. I, I do want to take the question, I'm kind of intrigued by what would professional producers say. I mean, in the same way that, like, there is a list of movies. If you want to go into directing movies, there is a list of movies that you are supposed to watch. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Even even if the movies are terrible movies, you watch them purely from the, the directional point of view. Or even if you want to go into, like, cinematography, you like, look at these. Here's why it works. Here's why it doesn't work. So what what is the same for, like, I want to produce television? And maybe that that is too broad. Maybe it's I want to produce a, a game show. So what are some of the game shows that I need to watch? I want to produce a reality TV show. What are some of the, the shows I need to watch? But even then, it wouldn't be watching the entire show. It would be watching, like, episodes or a season. Yeah, I know. It, that was <laughs> that was actually kind of nice. Because I, I told you, one of my professors at Eastern was the head writer for Sliders, right? Yep. So I took a script writing course with him. And at one point, we actually walked through the whole process of an episode from the writer's perspective. Going, okay, you yeah. know. This is what, you, you come know, in with a script, <laughs> you know, this is the plan for this, this, you know, he walked it the whole way through. And then at the very end, we actually sat down and watched the episode and were able to basically compare it to, cause he was the writer of said episode. Yeah. To he, his, he must've had the original. Yes. To his first draft script. Which That's that, pretty cool. That was amazing. That taught me so much of the industry was just, you know, like, here's how it changed. Yes. You know, this from start to finish, this is what happens. And now, you know, he's talking about uh, while this is going on, you know, you know, things have to happen week by week by week. So, you know, while 
This week's episode, quote unquote, is on step six. Next week's episode is currently on step one, and the week after that is on step zero sort of thing there. It's like, you know, just the, the rollingness of stuff on there. And it's like, oh yeah, no, we had to go back and do this. So yes, people were working on this episode, but then we had to bring them back for a reshoot on this because this part couldn't work because of something X, Y, and Z. And it's just, oh, just trying to think of right now what's our main must-watch television and i can't say project there's too much yeah there's there's so much television out there now not even all the stuff outside of television it's just like i see it i'm sitting here looking at youtube channels even last night last night i found a youtube channel called indigo gaming and i started watching one of their videos because it was on like uh the history of god games i'm like oh cool right like talking about black and white and populist and as I'm sitting there, I'm like, I gotta get to bed soon. How, like, we're still pretty early on in this. Oh my god, it's an hour and 45 minutes long. <laughs> the brief history of God Games is an hour and 45 minutes. They have an episode on Julian Lefay, the Elder Scrolls director and programmer. It is three hours and ten minutes long. That is a long YouTube video to sit through. As I'm yep. sitting here watching Kate watch uh, a BuzzFeed video right now. Yeah. So that's, I, I don't have an answer. I gave my answer. It's somewhere in that old spiel. The debt ceiling explained. Oh, gosh, I missed that video. CGP Grey? Yep. Yes, There's there there are certain things that I am subscribed to and have notified, notifications set up on YouTube. Yep. Boston Dynamics yep. is one of them. Do you see their latest video where they have a bunch of the little um, spot Carrying bots? Carrying pulling the truck. Pulling the truck, yep. Yep. Those are just fun little short videos to watch going, oh, we're all going to die. Gonna die. <laughs> yeah. But it's, I'm going to All right, it. we should wrap this up. Okay. Well, then I guess that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast or send us an email at mail at rapodcast.net. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.